Welcome ladies and gentlemen to the main roster live once again across YouTube, Facebook and Twitch to talk about the week's wrestling in WWE. Uh, my name's Dan and as always I'm joined by Jeremy. How you doing? I am doing alright. I've had a, a weird weird day to be honest. It, yep. I've, it started with the lowest of lows and having to uh, clean up uh, what's the way to put this that is family friendly uh cat defecation nice yeah that was great that was a great start to the day uh i had a I... similar start to the day apart oh, from really? it was cat vomit uh, oh that that's a regular thing for me cat vomit it's like <laughs> every other day basically yeah but uh and i decided to uh make myself feel a bit better about that by going mm. and getting a subway after dropping off parcels this morning nice which was it really it really perked my day back up so that's a really roundabout long way of saying all right i'm doing all right <laughs> that was a long-winded way of saying yeah it was all right <laughs> have you come to expect anything different from me dan no <laughs> no indeed if the, if there is a, a hundred ways of of saying something i will find the most complicated convoluted way of doing it You'll find the hundred and one way of saying it. I will, yeah, I will indeed. Uh, Mr. Harmstone would would like to troll while while he can, so he asks, uh, "Is that the the main roster belt that he sees behind you?" Oh, what that one? That that's the one, yeah. That yeah. right there, yeah. The one that's that's mine. Currently, yeah, yeah. I mean, for yeah. all intents and purposes, you're just looking after it for me because at the moment, <laughs> I am winning the prediction competition for for this quarter. You are. And we've just got yeah. we've just got Survivor Series left uh, for me to really mm. cement that, and then my baby's coming yeah. back. So, yeah. you know, I've I don't have a skelly anymore. No, you don't. The, the wall is bare. There's no there's no cleaver, yeah. and there's there's no skelly. So I'm gonna have to uh, have something. Get my, get my baby and put it right there. What will you do right if if there. I uh, if I make a massive comeback and I retain it? I'll probably cry live on on. On stream, you'll have to put your TNA belt up there. <laughs> yeah, I would. Have to, I'd have to do something, wouldn't I? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Although that would seem a bit of a, I don't know what's the word word I'm looking for, be a, a bit of a weird move to be like, I didn't win the thing, so here's one I already have. I mean, you've got loads already, and you just, you added the main roster one to yours. Yes. I'm I'm in no position to compete, really. Yeah. So no, I think yeah. if I don't win. And you know, touch word, I will. Uh, I think I'll just leave it bare until the next event where I can put a random skeleton there or or something like that. Maybe I'll put some yeah. tinsel up for Christmas. How put about that? Tinsel. Put yeah. some tinsel. It'll yes. be fine. It will be fine. Uh, your camera has. Well, no, it's back now. It it kept kept frozen. It cut out. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and you were you were just there for a moment, just. Just looking, looking at the camera, <laughs> and you know it was fine. We could hear you fine, uh, so it's all good. Oh, weren't right. superstitions put in the sea? They they were harmstone, but uh, I don't like to take my chances when it, where it <clears> comes <throat> to, to winning competitions. To be honest, and you're also in the sea as well, and I still that. have to deal with you. So if I still have to deal with you, <laughs> I still have to deal with it with superstitions. How's that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, but we 
we have digressed in the usual way to begin this show. Mm. Uh, so mm -hmm. should we crack on to uh, the we next crack on. part of, of what we do in this show? And let's okay. do the news. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm afraid I've got some news. Now, we didn't get to hear the uh, the sting, but I assure you it went out there. Fine. My computer's but... being weird, but that's fine. You know, it means you didn't laugh at it. Yeah. It's one of those weeks where there isn't really a whole lot of news, and as we get mm. into the shows, we'll find that the, the content was slightly lacking as well where it where it comes to to the television. But I did find a, a, a few little things to discuss. Mm. Uh, this one involving a former WWE superstar uh, in The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. His 90-day no-complete complete clause has come mm -hmm. to an end, so he is free to sign with other companies now, and I think we can give up on the idea that uh, his release was a work. Mm. It, it would be a real, a real deep work at this point. Yeah. I just don't think yeah. they've got that in them. So I think we can give up on that idea. Um, yeah. And there was a, a a leak from a WWE source this week. Mm. Uh, and apparently this is a statement that somebody made about Bray Wyatt. Not being an apologist or WWE defender, just telling you like it is. Yeah, well, that's already a good start. It's a, I'm not racist, but... Uh, yeah, right. Keep going. Uh, if I've you got were, a black friend. <laughs> if you were running a business and Wyndham was on your payroll, Wyndham being Bray Wyatt, you'd release him too. Between his backstage antics and the way he handled himself when making millions and milli millions while medically flagged, he really deserved to be released. Oof. Yeah. Uh, for those... N not aware. Uh, apparently, um, Bray Wyatt, in the the latter part of his WWE career, was suffering from um, mental health issues, um, depression and the like. And so that, when you know that, that makes this statement even more horrible, really. And now mm. there's there's no guarantee that it's true because uh, it has just been leaked from the company. But the statement is out there, and if it is true, saying making millions and millions while being you know signed off with with depression basically is uh, not a uh, it's not a take that you really want to be making no. as a as anyone let alone a, a no. billion dollar company like like WWE now yeah. he took to uh, social media to respond to this uh, mm. initially responding using the uh, the rocks eye roll gif from back yeah. in the day are you familiar? Yeah. Yeah, massive eye roll and then just kind of slides yeah. off the screen. It's a good one. Yeah. Uh, even if you're not a wrestling fan, I'm sure you've seen it about somewhere. Uh, and then he later followed up again in his own tweet. Now that we have Johnny and Bruce's opinion, I would like to share mine soon. Hashtag Cult of Wyndham. Mm -hmm. uh, he is, as, as the article says, he is probably referring to... Uh, the general manager of talent, John Laurinaitis, and the executive mm. director of creative, Bruce Pritchard, who are, mm. you know, bona fide WWE people through and through. 
Uh, and but what I find most interesting there is uh, hashtag cult of Wyndham with a K. Yeah, uh, Wyndham is his real name. He is uh, Wyndham Rotunda. Wyndham Rotunda. Uh, and apparently, is another bit of of fun news that I enjoy. Two days ago, whenever that was, Wyatt was with one of the designers of the Fiend mask. Mm. And if, if you look at his Twitter profile here, he's he, he's changed his name and his username, but he's still yeah. got a, a creepy fiend. fiend mask in his uh, yeah. in his username. Did you see that they released concepts pictures of a new fiend mask and masks for Alexa Bliss? I did. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's a sh- shame we never actually got that. Really, considering yeah, they did look cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's like many things in WWE, wasted opportunity. That absolutely that could have been a whole lot better, frankly. Yeah, uh, the guy could have definitely been been treated better, and we could have had a whole oh, lot yeah. more entertainment out of it. Oh yeah, oh yes. Now I did warn you that it was a slow news week, mm. but when I saw this news article of how you know the wrestling media out there is trying to create some news and find that they were mm. clutching with clutching at straws a little bit. It gave me a giggle, mm. and I'm like, we've got to, we've got to talk about this. Yeah. Uh, breaking news. Backstage news on why WWE yeah. is reportedly hiring shorter referees. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yep. Uh, this article by Mark yeah. Middleton clearly uh, thought this was uh, a very important news yeah. story that, that needed oh, to be out there. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Now... Jesus Christ! I'm 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 almost willing to, to to take it on face value and just and just laugh and, and walk away. But there is actually a very small article that's attached to it that gives us the reason they are hiring smaller referees. All right. WWE reportedly, i.e., this guy made it up after no tr- noticing a trend of referees being shorter, has a new way to try and make some superstars look taller in the ring. It was noted in the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter. Right, you, you can you can stop there. That's that's where you know that we've, we've lost our credibility. How there is a new directive, not not a trend, not a coincidence or a happenstance, a directive. Somebody has said, hire short people to hire shorter referees. The idea is that this will make uh, help make the talent look taller. Yep, you said that in the first sentence. You've basically Sourced your, own, sourced your own repetition there, okay. For what it's worth, it continues, and let me say, it's not worth a whole lot. Senior WWE referee Charles Robinson has been billed at five foot six. Yes. He's also been in WWE since they bought WCW in 2001, so I don't think this is a, a new idea, like unless they've made him shrink to, to fit their, their short agenda. That they've got going on apparently. While Jason Ayres has been billed at five foot nine, he might be a bit tall. They might have to let him go. That's too tall. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, diversity has been important to WWE in in recent years. Female referee Jessica Carr was billed at five foot eight inches when she wrestled. Now that's that's definitely right. too tall. You know, how many mm. women are, are five foot eight? 
you put her in the in the ring with Alexa Bliss or or Queen Zelina, and uh, she's going to tower over them. They're both, you know, around the five foot mark. So, yeah, this is what what we're um, driven to in a slow news week. Apparently, is uh, stories like this. Thoughts, opinions, cutting edge analysis, Dan. Don't give a toss. <laughs> it wasn't what I was expecting you to say, but it was pretty on point. Oh, you give us your analysis. Has my uh, my kind of side eye and derision not made made clear what why I've been thinking about it? Yeah, this is not news, and also no. you're talking nonsense. You're making it up, like. Yeah. This is the average height of the majority of people between five foot six and five foot nine. That's like average height. And so, if you're not hiring mega athletes, which you wouldn't be for for officials, then they're probably going to fit into that normal height bracket. It's like saying, you know, we're looking for swimmers who have fish gills or something like. I don't know. It's nonsense, and. Yeah, I just needed to to bring that to everybody's attention and have a little laugh about it. Christ alive! <laughs> I definitely thought you would enjoy it though. Uh, so yeah, yeah. On on that wonderful note, I think now we can we can get started on uh, on SmackDown, shall we? Let's yes. crack in to the main bit of TV. New home for SmackDown this week, uh, but still the same home in our segment. Smack that badonka donk. Hey, hey, hey. Smack that badonka donk. Listen, listen. What I'm seeing. Still love the the cheeky look on that guy's face every time. Every, every week it hasn't got old for me yet. Uh, so, uh, with new opening graphics, and as mentioned, a new temporary home on FS1 because of the Baseball World Series, SmackDown got underway on Friday night with the SmackDown Women's Champion, Charlotte Flair. On the mic, Charlotte declared that this was a new era of SmackDown and that she would be looking to take more of a mentor role in the locker room. This prompted the entrance of Sasha Banks, who called BS on that before challenging Charlotte for the title. Blair noted that it was uh, that Banks was not really the, the fresh young face that she was really thinking of, and this brought out Shotzi Blackheart. Shotzi challenged Flair to a championship contenders match, the champ accepted and the match got underway. Shotzi enjoyed several near falls on her more veteran opponent. Uh, the presence of Sasha Banks would be what would ultimately cost the young challenger though, with a distraction allowing Charlotte to hit natural selection and pick up the win. After the match, Shotzi blamed Banks for the loss and launched a full assault on the boss, leaving her laying in the middle of the ring. Yeah, I for one was not expecting a uh, a Shotzi heel turn. Were you? No, I wasn't. Or is this a heel turn? Uh, according to everyone, including you know WWE's kind of talking heads who would mm. drive the storylines forward. Yeah, it's a heel turn. Oh, it's a heel so turn. And if you listen to the crowd as well. It's a heel turn because they they really were not happy that that she had turned on on Sasha Banks and and beat her up. So, so 
Charlotte Flair's a heel. Mm-hmm. Sasha Banks. Baby. She a baby? Yeah. Well, she is now. If she uh, wasn't before, she is now. She is now. The shots teaser heel yeah. now. Yeah. Who, who else is there? Uh, there's Tony Storm. Um, Tony Storm. Who, who was a, a heel in NXT, but I think will be a, she's a, baby, a, a face. baby face now. So that's two and two. Um, uh, we got Naomi. She's um, a baby. I can't remember what hands which now, but whatever. Shayna um, Baszler. Shayna Baszler, heel three. Heel. Um, Maybe it is even after initially, even initially thinking it was a bit, yeah. bit one sided. But yeah, mm. I I like the 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 turn. I think Shotzi's going to make a, a wonderful heel based on what what we saw yeah. in that in that turn. I just felt like we had more to do with the uh, the tank and and shooting people in the nuts with it and. And stuff like that. Yeah. The traditional <laughs> WWE babyface comedy that we've come to expect. Yeah. Uh, and I, I like Shotzi anyway. I think she's great and I think she should do good, great things. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that Tegan Knox has kind of disappeared. Um, yeah. Yeah. Did, did she actually get drafted to Raw? She did, didn't she? Uh, I think she did, yeah. yeah. So that means their tag team opportunities out the window. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Yeah, and I, but I don't think Knox was really ready for for the no. main roster. Shotzi definitely is. She was ready oh, yeah. the moment she walked walked in through the doors of NXT. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, I don't think Knox is ready yet, ba- based on injury and the fact that mm. she just can't seem to stay healthy. No, fortunately, there's not much she can yeah. do about it. Obviously, but no. it's very sad. Yeah. Knees and. All other kinds of joints are not are not working for her most of the time, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the other thing of note here is mm-hmm. that for the first time in a very long time, the show kicked off with not Roman Reigns. Yes, and in fact, he didn't have a Roman Reigns. He wasn't there. There was no Roman Reigns no, at, all. at all. At all. Well, we'll re-ask the question at the end, but. Does this mean that SmackDown's going to suck without the the Tribal Chief? He has been the linchpin in that show yeah. for for the last year and a half. I, I think Roman Reigns was there, but he did a dark match. Um, <laughs> did you not see this? I don't think I did. No, no. So it was him and the Usos, and I think it was this is the Street Profits and somebody else, right? And guess who gets fired up and tags himself in? Oh, I did see this. I yeah. did see this. Yeah, uh, Paul Heyman tagged himself in. Paul Heyman. Was that a, got... a, on a dark match, was it? Okay. I yeah. assumed it was a house show on the weekend or something. No, it was a dark match because it still had the whole big entrance way right. and all that sort of thing, whereas the house shows don't have that. So, Okay. So and that goes in with... Uh, something that that i i read earlier they're testing out some things mm. before shows to see what reaction is to, to certain things with the crowd so yeah. obviously they're working towards a paul Heyman tries to prove himself by yeah like, fine i'll tag myself in if that's what it means to show you that i'm, yeah. that I'm on your side i'll tag myself in yeah i'll get in the ring come on let's do it tag me in I'm well uh, yeah. happy for that. And I, I don't think they need to test that. I think that's always going to go down really oh, well. It'll be brilliant. Yeah. yeah. It'd be hilarious. 
yeah, based on this focus group alone, that's you know one hundred percent satisfaction guaranteed. 100%. So, um, yeah. Did you happen to notice whether the crowd were into it in in the dark match? Yeah, ev- everyone who videoed it, you could just hear everyone just screaming like "Yes!" because it's the way Paul Heyman kind of psychs himself up. You know, he takes his jacket off. He's out stood outside the ring. He like slams it on the announce table, and he's like pointing at the street profits and going, "Come on!" He gets up on the ring apron. Slaps himself in, and then as he goes in, he trips out, trips over the ropes. <laughs> Paul Heyman's so good. We don't deserve Paul Heyman. We really don't. He's, he's brilliant. Yeah. He's brilliant. Yeah. So, uh, okay. That's that's something we'll probably see. At, uh, possibly at Survivor Series. Can you imagine in the yeah. uh, in the Roman Reigns versus Big E or whoever is champion versus champion match uh, that that Paul Heyman's like? Sorry, I'll, t- I'll take your place. It's fine. I'll prove yeah. to you. I'll take your place. Yeah. And she gets in there with, with Big E. That'd be brilliant. Would be great. That'd be brilliant. Yeah. Anyway. I mean I mean I think that's kind of telling that we've we've spoken more about Roman Reigns not being there than than Charlotte Flair who kicked off the show. Yeah, exactly. Says okay. it all really, doesn't it? Oh dear. Anyway. Well, let's uh let's crack on. Yes. So uh the McIntyre Mediocrity Tour continued on Friday nights when the Scottish Warrior held an open challenge that was accepted by Mustafa Ali. McIntyre made easy work of Ali, forcing a tap out with the Kimura, that word. After the match, Ali took exception to the crowd and declared on the mic that the only reason people don't get behind him is that his name is Mustafa Ali. No, it's not that. Oh dear. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure about about this in, in 2021 if I'm honest. No. The, uh, the, playing the, the kind of race card. The race storyline. We've we've been there, we've um, done that. It wasn't well received yeah, the, well. the first time and the hundred and fourth time in, in yeah. WWE really. It's, the only way I, c- I can see them kind of redeeming this is if he comes out next week and goes, the only reason you're not behind me is because of some other excuse. And it just becomes yeah. he is trying to dig out every excuse for why people don't yeah. don't like him and get behind him. Yeah. But yeah, let's not turn Mustafa Ali into a douche. Yeah. If he comes out, you know when his career's over is when he comes out and says you're not cheering for me because I'm Muslim. Well, yeah, that that would be the the next progression of this, and and he is he is Muslim, so yeah, he is Muslim. But that's when you know everything's going to go south. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't just don't don't do don't. WWE. Don't. Don't. It's not it's not really it's not yes. worth worth the ha- we're worth the yes. hassle. Future Wolfington is now following on Twitch Sports. Thank you very much. Uh, welcome in, Wolfie Boy. How are you doing? Get your name up in lights with your first comment. Yeah. Uh, also involved in this nonsense was Drew McIntyre, as you said, the uh, the McIntyre oh, yeah. Mediocrity Tour. We're we're waiting. Right. We're waiting quite some time for him to get back into that title picture. I would expect. Yeah, it's gonna happen. I can't be bothered. I can't. I can't either. I don't. 
I don't care. But we're... I, I can't work out the timing of anything in WWE at the moment. With Survivor Series in, where are we, three weeks? Three and a half weeks? Uh, just, I don't know just before Thanksgiving, I think, the 21st. Right. And uh, no pay-per-view in December. Yeah. Unless they pull one out of their rears somewhere. Yeah. Brock Lesnar suspended indefinitely. Yeah. Working towards Rumble? Mania? Yeah. Which presume, one? Something like that. <clears throat> and something. Yeah. So at what point do you you try and shoehorn in this match with, with McIntyre on the basis that he's not going to win it uh, because they, they, they want to again do this Roman Brock match. Yeah. Continued that storyline that's happening. Yeah. Just the timing of everything seems odd. And you've, by doing this, holding it back for, for next year, suspending mm. Brock Lesnar, you've really put a handbrake on every other title storyline yeah because who else have you got that that can compete for the title and can happily take a loss uh, without it really affecting them too much um even with all the changes moving up to um just to, to smackdown this i don't know it's gonna be a struggle yeah we're gonna be talking about brock lesnar beating up adam pierce for a good month and a half i think before him finally going, oh, did that happen? Ah, oh, never mind. Welcome back. Welcome back, Brock. Yeah. Here is your, here is your match with uh, the champ on a silver platter. Yeah. yeah sorry about yeah. that suspension thing. I deserved it, really. Yeah. Okay. Well, the the timing was right, at least, for uh, yeah. this next match on SmackDown. Uh, SmackDown got in the Halloween spirit on Friday night mm. with a trick or street fight between the teams of Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs, who teamed up to face Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss. These are some names, honestly. Uh, after the <laughs> usual Halloween shenanigans, the match was interrupted by two people in ghoulish masks with kendo sticks. They cost Nakamura and Boogs the win, and after the match revealed themselves to be Angel Garza and Humberto Carrillo. Mm. I was wondering when there was going to be the trick-or-street trick or fight match. They do it every year. Usually it's a New Day doing it. it yeah, it, they had other ideas for the New Day this this time around. Yeah. Obviously, I not being on, on SmackDown. But um, yeah. the thing that struck me, speaking of Halloween, mm. and, and I guess it's because they're so close to having reshaken up the rosters in this new SmackDown, mm. is that they didn't theme the whole show Halloween like they normally do. Yeah, it's normally a full-blown thing, isn't it? Yeah, but they just did this match, and that's yeah. about it. So maybe it's because you know it was quite a a few days away from Halloween still. Yeah. Afterwards, doing, just doing Halloween the raw. havoc as well. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They'd had Halloween havoc. NXT, uh, if if you care about NXT. Yeah, and you do not want to do it on Raw the night after. Once Halloween has happened, you don't want to go back to Halloween. It's Once Halloween's happened, Christmas is starting. Yeah, no, it isn't. We were on the road oh, to we're on the road to Thanksgiving before before that. Yeah. But by turning that to my city. 
Okay, I will. Give me their numbers. I'll, I'll give them a call one at a time and tell them it's not Christmas until after Thanksgiving. They've already put the Christmas lights up and that was about a month ago. I did read that my, my town's turning the lights on uh, tonight, I think. <clears throat> it's, yeah, it's November. It's November. Uh, one other little bit of uh, of news to throw out there, and I'm not sure how true it is, mm. and, and I didn't think it was worth throwing into the news section. Apparently, the only reason that Angel Garza and Humberto Carrillo were uh, drafted to SmackDown mm. is because otherwise there would not have been any Hispanic wrestlers on the show. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Oh, God. These are the things we care about, apparently. Hmm. Moving on. Moving on. And good afternoon, future Wolfington. Yes. So, after Shayna Baszler helped Sonya Deville embarrass Naomi a few weeks ago, the two went one-on-one this week on SmackDown. When the two got to the ring, there was no referee because he was apparently injured by Brock Lesnar last week. Therefore, Sonya Deville made herself the referee for the contest and it got underway. The match was not a long one, and when Naomi made the pin, Deville did nothing. But when Baszler rolled into the counter and pinned Naomi, Sonya made a very quick quick pin, quick count to award Shayna Baszler the victory. See, I think this referee was injured by a Brock Lesnar thing was, was a massive excuse. I think they just couldn't find a referee short enough. No. All of the tall referees were had already done done matches, already done something. and they couldn't find one short enough for this match. Yeah, there you go. Has that for a callback? Um, this Naomi Deville thing happened while while I was boycotting at least for the last yeah. couple of weeks. I guess you saw it in passing. Yeah, I can't remember it. Must have been memorable then. You know? Yeah. Um, I, I've. Where is this going? This Sonya Deville no Naomi idea. thing. No idea. Is Sonya Deville getting back into the ring full time? It doesn't seem that way. It doesn't seem that way at all. No. Lots of holding patterns starting mm. to emerge. Yeah. Don't like holding pattern shows. No. We're just no. trying to we're just trying to get to the end of the year so we can start building mm. towards the Royal Rumble. Is that what's happening? Yeah, it's it's basically like like when we had the Thunderdome and it was just spinning the wheels. Mm, yeah, all it is. They haven't even talked about Survivor Series yet. Uh, show that takes. We're we getting a few Survivor weeks. Series. Yeah, well, it's, I think the only time the only time they mentioned it was when they did the championship handover between Becky and Charlotte, and Becky yeah. went, "I'll see." You for one of you at Survivor Series. Yeah. But that could that have just been, been Becky going freelance. That, yeah. She might have just assumed, you know, yeah. oh, it's going to be champion versus champion because that's, you know, what we do. Yeah. She might have just gone into business yeah. for herself and said that. It was a good line. Yeah. Yeah. You guys sort yeah. this out. I'll see one of you at Survivor Series. Peace. Yeah. Um, the other thing I don't like is the notion that Shayna Baszler would need the assistance of Sonya Deville to beat Naomi. I don't think that, yeah, she, that does no. her any justice whatsoever. 
No. We'd gone from Shayna Baszler was one of the most feared people, mm. let alone women on the roster, and you didn't want to get in the ring with her because she would literally break your arm. Uh, and now, yeah, I need need a roll up. Oh, did we? Uh, did we drink for the roll up? We did not. Oh no, we didn't. <clears throat> drink for the roll up to beat uh, to beat Naomi. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Not necessary. Moving on to <laughs> a confusing end to the show, but a, a slightly brighter spot than than that, at least. Uh, after being crowned King of the Ring last week, King Woods, which now is apparently the name that they're sticking with after indecision last week, he uh, knighted his tag team partner and friend, Kofi Kingston, before being interrupted by the SmackDown tag team champions, the Usos. The Usos insulted the King and his knight, and talk their way into a tag team match later in the night. In a move that will likely lead to a future SmackDown tag team title match, King Woods picked up the pin on Jimmy Uso after he thought that Kofi was legal. King Woods and Sir Kingston celebrated as SmackDown rolled off the air. Lovely. What did you think of the Usos, who are the champions, getting themselves involved in a match that's going to mm. not necessarily do well for them and make them have to defend their titles. Didn't seem very smart. Yeah, I don't know why did that. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I suppose there is a point at which they just needed to fill the time in the end. Mm. They needed to have some bloodline involvement on the show. Do mm. they really want to go straight into another tag team Kind of feud between the Usos and the New Day already. For the billionth time. I thought they would have wanted to do a bit more with, with King Woods. Hmm. King Woods and Sir Kofi. Hmm. I like that, though. I like that he's officially knighted him yeah. and he is now. Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty a, a cool. Sir, the hand of the king. Continues the, uh, the kind of comedy aspect that they have going on. Yeah. It was cool. But I would have liked to see him actually you know, take a back seat and support Woods in, mm. in a singles run, maybe going after the Intercontinental title, maybe, or I don't know. Yeah. I just I mean, don't cool. want to see I don't want to see this tag team feud again. Uh I don't know. Uh, maybe it's just me. So it did bring what wasn't the, the greatest SmackDown to a close. Mm. Certainly not up to the standard of the last kind of six months of SmackDowns, which have been pretty good. I'm yeah. wondering if they kind of phoned it in, knowing mm. that you know they weren't on Fox, they were on FS1. Most mm. people in the states were probably watching the World Series anyway. Yeah. And so, so let's just get through this week, get back to Fox next week, and then we'll start to do things possibly. Yeah. That's the only thing that Probably. I can can think of. Why there has been such a decline yeah, probably. from one week to the next? Because it's not yeah. the, the rosters; they had the, no. the same roster last week, and it was a yeah. good show. So I don't know, but hopefully yeah. it does not continue in this yeah. negative trend. Because otherwise, it will be like the next show that we're uh, we're going to discuss. Mm. Um, yeah, effing raw. 
pull, please. Yes, chef. It's f***ing raw. My God. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. Now, we will warn. We mm. haven't got as long a, a raw discussion as we usually do, because it, it was one of those yeah. shows. Again. One of those. So, let's do it. <laughs> so, Monday Night Raw got underway quickly with a Raw Women's Championship match between Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair. The match progressed well and evenly until the fight took, took to the corner. In the melee, the turnbuckle was exposed and Bianca Belair went crashing into it. This allowed Big Time Bex to roll up the EST and retain her Raw Women's Championship. Roll up. Yeah, good point, good point. Roll-ups, roll-ups everywhere. <clears throat> also, um, while you were having technical difficulties, um, mm. it was a roll-up in that main event as well, wasn't it? So, oh, yeah, it was. That's another one. That's three. Good job we're not on the alcohol. Otherwise, oh, we'd God. be getting thoroughly smashed with WWE's booking. Right. I actually thought this was a pretty good start to Raw. Yep, agreed. They just got the show on. They pressed, they pressed start <laughs> broadcasting, and then yep. they went straight in there with a a good match, a long yep. match between yep. two excellent uh, women. The only yep. thing that I wasn't into was the fact that it. Well, I wasn't into the fact that it happened again. To be honest, I feel <laughs> like we needed to get this on a pay per view. Yes. We've had this match too many times, given away for free yep. on television. But if we were going to yep. get it, at least it brought up the quality of of Monday Night Raw a little bit to start the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, a underhanded victory, so mm. doesn't necessarily hurt Bianca Belair. No. How many times can she be outsmarted? by Becky Lynch before it just becomes yeah, you can't beat Becky Lynch because you're too dumb. Yeah, it's going to be a while, I think. I think we're going to have like a few the more repeat. of these, aren't we? Yeah, like almost like the Sasha Banks Charlotte thing where it was just kind of Sasha Banks versus Charlotte. Sasha Banks versus Charlotte. Sasha Banks versus Charlotte. Let's mix it up. Charlotte versus Sasha Banks. And it was the same so, with, uh, with Becky Lynch and, and Charlotte for a while as well, wasn't yeah, it? So. Yeah. It's going to be that all over again because they don't have enough people. They don't, and that's what it comes down to. They don't have as deep a women's roster as no. this would be necessary to mix this up a bit. Mm. So, yeah, I guess <laughs> maybe it will bring the quality of Raw up a bit to keep doing this over and over again, but I think I'm probably... Probably at my limit now. I think then after the next match, I will be bored of it. Yes. Myself. Yep. Um, speaking of bored of it, the ongoing mm. saga between Austin Theory and the Mysterios continued on Raw, with Ray and Austin going one-on-one. <clears throat> on one. With Dominic at ringside, Mysterio was well on his way to defeating the young upstart. After Theory baited Dominic... He slapped him and got his dad disqualified. Yay. And I say I'm bored of it. 
I'm not bored of the Austin Austin theory feud with these guys. That's just started. I'm bored yeah. of this constant waiting for this team of the Mysterios to break up and uh, for something to happen. Yeah. Because we're gonna all that's gonna happen now is we're gonna go into next week and they're gonna mm -hmm. spend pretty much the entire episode of Raw going, Oh, you really shouldn't have slapped Austin Theory. That was a rookie move, you know, you cost me the match, mm -hmm. Dom. Like this time, this time stay out of it. Just just stay yeah. out of it. Don't when you think about hitting someone in the match, just don't, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you young guy, you rookie. Learn from your dad. Go on. Just listen to your dad. Your dad wouldn't have hit him. Your dad wouldn't have hit him. It's, it's, yeah. it's a rookie move. Don't, <clears throat> don't do it. Okay? Right. Thanks, dad. I, I knew that already, but I wanted to punch him in the face anyway. Also, stop patronizing me and being being Mysterio dad and stuff. Thanks. Mysterio dad. <laughs> it's just, we're, we're doing the same things over and over again. I'm like, just yeah. break up. Just break up. Yeah. Just have the feud. It will be good. Yeah. Don't have save the feud it for anything. Wants. Have it now. Like yeah. by the time we get around to Royal Rumble WrestleMania time, no one will care anymore. No. Have the feud now. And if you yeah. want to carry it out until the final culmination happens at WrestleMania, then do that. But get mm. on with the breakup. When did we start discussing the idea that they were going to break up? Was it like Ju July, maybe even June? It's been oh, since since the beginning of time. It's been a long time coming. Oh, since life. they were were tag, or even before they were tag team champions, we were like, yeah, they're, they're building was, towards this. That was before Thunderdome. Yeah, they were in the Thunderdome when they won the titles, weren't they? Yeah. So when did we get out of the yeah. Thunderdome? May. Uh, May. So Is it May? Oh, yeah, about this, that. This year. It's gone. Yeah. It's been a long time, is what I'm saying, and we still haven't long, had it happen yet. Long, long, long time. I'm sick of waiting. Sick of waiting. <sighs> yeah. Get on with it. Yeah. Uh, Austin Theory anyway. looks good, though. I'm enjoying Austin yeah, he's, Theory. He's looking good. He's, he's a he's real good. smarmy. Uh, yeah. Penis of a heel, and that's what you need. Yeah. I quite, I quite like the whole phone thing where he takes a selfie of somebody else's misfor misfortune, as it were. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think that's got legs at least for six months. Until yeah. Somebody, you know, really big and hard takes exception mm. to it and and puts a stop yeah. to it. But yeah, that that'll <clears throat> yeah. see him through his his young career for a, a little while. I dig it. Yeah, and I actually oh. dug. I actually dug everything about the next segment as well. Believe it or not. Whoa! I know. So, after unleashing a darker side of Damien Priest last week, Ebar took him on in a no disqualification match on Raw. Ebar woke the beast once again this week, opening up on the midsection of Priest with a kendo stick. Damien Priest went off with a steel chair and tossed T-Bar out of the ring and threw a table to earn his way to victory. After the match, Apollo Crews and Commando Aziz made their way to the stage and made clear their intentions for the United States Championship. Yeah. 
Bring that on. Absolutely bring that on. on. Um, Be cool. I like the idea of a Damien Priest and Apollo Crews feud. That that can have some legs. You can carry that out from now through to to January. Let's let's get on with it. Um, I say I liked it all. Didn't need T Bar to to job, but it was a it was a no. good match, and I I very much enjoyed seeing a lot more of the NXT Dominic Dijakovic in T Bar in this yeah. than we've that we've seen since you know he yeah. came up with Retribution and all that kind of thing. Mm. So I I do think he'll do this for a while. They probably job mm. job to people for a while, and then hopefully we can mm. start to get him his own new identity, preferably. Yeah. Uh, give him a bit more more respect for the the quality competitor that he is. Uh, yeah. Maybe he and and Bearcat can mix it up again. Bearcat. Bearcat. Keith Lee. Bearcat. <laughs> he wasn't on Raw. That's that's got to be a uh, you know a a tick in the win column for War for Raw surely. Yeah, but he's still he's still. He's still called Bearcat. Thing. Yeah. Still a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Move on. <laughs> yeah, to the to what was the, the last segment on Raw? I said yeah. we haven't got a whole lot to discuss about Raw. There was no. a lot of not very much. Uh, with Seth yeah. Rollins in possession of a future WWE title shot after last week's ladder match, focus turned to when that would be. However, when Rollins declared himself the face of WWE to Big E, Kevin Owens took exception and made his way onto the ramp. This resulted in a one-on-one match between Big E and Kevin Owens, and that would perhaps muddy the number one contendership waters. During the match, Seth Rollins got involved behind the referee's back. Kevin Owens, who had vowed to do things on his own, took advantage of Rollins' right hand, but was rolled up at the last second to give Big E the win. Drink in a moment. After the match, Owens challenged Rollins to a one-on-one match next week on Raw. Cheers for roll-up number four of the weekend. Uh. What did you like about this first? Let's start positive. Um, I quite like, you know, just... Quite like Seth Rollins being Seth Rollins. Yep. Is he is he like Mr. Money in the Bank now? It's kinda like that, isn't it? It's kinda like that, isn't it? Yeah. Um I think it's it's gonna be a bit less sudden than than a money in the mm. bank, but I think it'll be he's holding he's gonna hold this contract over people and then he'll eventually yeah. go, Yeah, I'll do it uh tonight on Raw or next week on Raw yeah. or next week at yeah. whatever pay per view it is. So, I, I like that. That's an, an interesting thing, and it it yeah. hasn't stopped us moving on to other opponents. I can mm. see a a championship match happening between Big E and Kevin Owens at some point. Yeah. Um, probably on a Raw. There's no need to to do that on a pay per view. Yeah. And at the same time, I like that they have actually continued a a story that never got the opportunity to happen from. About a year ago on SmackDown, when, uh, what was the re? I think it was even before they broke up the New Day, possibly, when Biggie was injured. Mm. New Day brought in Kevin Owens as as his kind of stand-in oh, yeah. for a little while. 
And yeah, then, they had him on the thing where he called himself a big O, didn't he? That's it, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then when Biggie came back from that injury, Biggie was mm. like, I don't I don't trust you. I've seen what you do to your friends, and I'm not mm. ever going to trust you at mm. all. Not even for a second, not even a little bit. And then after the match, where they showed the replay on the screen and, and to us uh, on, on the TV... And Biggie saw that Kevin Owens noticed Seth Rollins punching him. And he was mm. like, Yeah, suspicions confirmed. You can't trust Kevin Owens. Like, you saw that, mate. You know you saw it. And you yep. tried to take advantage anyway. You're as yep. dishonest as you've always been. Don't trust you. Yeah. And the way that, that Biggie vocalized that in the ring, yeah. I really thought, Ha, huh, there's. Someone is paying attention, and it is probably just Big E. It's probably not the writers. They can't remember yeah, what they had no. for breakfast. But somebody Big is paying e. attention <laughs> to what has happened previously in a person's career, and I think yeah. that Big E is the one that has has taken that and run with it. And it yeah. And, and, and I thought that was just a nice little, nice little yeah. touch, nice little Easter egg, maybe yeah. for anybody that has been watching for quite some Pay time. Attention. For anyone that yeah that pays attention even just a tiny little bit doesn't even yeah. need to be that much just a slight bit of attention and you would probably remember this thing that happened a few years ago it was a fairly many times yeah yeah so yeah. that was good um, yes. and I generally liked liked it as a main event I thought it was a good main event so oh. the start of Raw was pretty good. The mm. end of Raw was pretty good. Mm. And then some other things happened. Some other things happened in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. And I've got to ask you this question. I, and I don't I don't know the answer for myself. Mm. Was Raw this week better than SmackDown? I think they're on par with each other. Do you know, I think you might be right. I think that's a, mm. a really, a really I think good, at the same, good at the same level. Because, you know, this is the least we've talked about Raw, I think, mm. in a very long mm -hmm. time. Yeah. Because very little happened. Yeah. But we weren't particularly positive about SmackDown, even though we talked about it the mm. same amount of time that we usually do. Yeah. Normally we're a lot more positive about SmackDown and then we get to Raw and it's like, oh my god, this nonsense happened, then this nonsense happened, then this nonsense yeah. happened. So yeah, I think on, on balance, I think the start and the end of Raw brought that to be a mediocre and mm -hmm. the nonsense that happened on SmackDown brought that down to being a mediocre and they meet in the middle. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know what that, what that means for the future. Am I excited to watch Raw next week? Not necessarily. Yeah. Am I excited to watch SmackDown this week? Yeah. No, for the first time in a long time, no. I'm hoping it will be back to normal. Just give me You'll a watch race. NXT. I won't watch NXT. No, I'll catch up on oh, that. Why not? Mandy Rose is the women's champion. Yes, okay, that is a bright spot. I will we'll give a little shout out to Mandy Rose. That's about she, it. <laughs> she deserves to to hold a women's championship after all this time, so I like her that. Two women she's with, don't know their names, is at women's tag team champions as well. Gigi Dolan 
And no, it's not coming. All I know is they're called Toxic Attraction, which is a great name. Now. A great name, and they've just filed the copyright for it after yeah. they've announced it on television, which is the best timing for that, obviously. Yeah, yeah. They've only just put out put in the copyright for RK Bro. Really? Yeah, they've only Christ. this week applied for the copyright on the term RK Bro. Like so, Christ. We should have totally stolen that. We need to pay more attention to new names <laughs> and copyright them before they. Before yeah, they we need to copyright them before it happens. Like, oh yeah, you want their name to you, WWE? Yeah, you uh, can't. You gotta pay us season tickets for the whole year plus accommodation yeah. plus a Nathan. salary so that I don't have to work and stuff. Yeah, salary, free meet and greets. Yeah, and it wouldn't make a cent in their pockets either. That would be the best thing about it. Exactly. Yeah. But our podcast on the WWE Network. Hey, me all the replica belts, and I can have them all on the behind me. <laughs> You've pretty much got them all anyway. It's just a couple that you're missing. <laughs> so that really wouldn't cost them very much. <laughs> uh, well, there you go. Tangent. It was a tangent, but it was a nice tangent, and it's a nice way to finish the show. Uh, yeah. On a Two mediocre Giggle. shows that gave us some stuff to talk about. Mm. Yeah. And there we go. Uh, we'll be back next week. I hope you have enjoyed our stumble through the mediocrity that was SmackDown and Raw this week. Uh, you can catch us every Tuesday live on Twitch, on Facebook, and on YouTube. Or you can listen later on Anchor or wherever you get your podcast, just search for The Main Roster. And you can find your voices permeate your ears with wrestling news, updates, and information. Yeah. I have been Jazz. I've been Dan. And this has been The Main Roster. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.